Well, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good whatever time of day you're watching this. Thank you for doing so. I'm Nelson, the founder of 360 Degree Ministries, where the love of Christ must come full circle. And after a, an unexpected hiatus, we're back. Not only are we back, we're back to the normal format. Uh, about that unit. Today is going to be another one shot, but this one's going to be good. I want to make up for the fact that I didn't get you guys any content last week after several weeks of saying I want to make sure I get you guys some content. So, uh, forewarning, uh, this week might be one of those weeks where we finish when we finish. So, just get ready for that. We we, we, we finish when we finish this week. We, we finish when we finish. So, what are we going to talk about this week? So, talk about a, a series... Can't really say it's a series, but we, we, like they were consecutive weeks where we talked about really relevant videos, and this one's going to probably be the most relevant of them all. So, what I want to title this one is is the present and the future. Why the present and the future? Because there's a lot of speculation about the present and the future. We we live in we living in the we living in the end days, right? Last days. We living in the last days. Which began when Christ ascended in, in Acts. Just, just, just so we're clear, that was the beginning of the last days. But what I really want to talk about today is the speculation on when, how close we are to the end of the last days. Because, you know, if you ask different believers, they have different perspectives. You have the believer that's completely aloof to what's going on in the news. On the other end of the spectrum, you have the believer that's completely crippled by what's going on in the news. They're just scared to live their life. Um, closer to the end of the spectrum than I would care to admit. So that's why I'm having this. So this is going to be one of those ones I kind of learn right along with you guys. So uh, let's have this experience together, shall we? We even got two minutes in. So. So, I mean, that's some really foul stuff happening in the world right now. That's some really foul stuff. I mean, you got coronavirus, you got influenza, you got conspiracy theorists talking about vaccines, you got conspiracy theorists talking about the president, you got conspiracy theorists talking about the government, you got conspiracy theorists here and there, and we, 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 we got all kind of just, it's, it's, it's so much speculation going on in the world, man. It's just, God not tripping, all this is written, though. I mean, when we, we, we really break it down, all this is written, ain't nothing happening right now that, that's just that's just some unknown stuff, that some super exotic stuff or whatever. I mean, you can go all the way back to um, Ecclesiastes, but there ain't nothing new under the sun. But that that's kind of generalized. So to, to, to get to a more uh, specific scripture that talks about this, let's go to Matthew chapter 24. Some of you biblical scholars might know where I'm headed with this, but uh, if, if that's you, bear with me, because I'm going to hopefully give a perspective you haven't heard from this before. So, going to uh, Matthew chapter 4 and 24, 24 rather. Going to Matthew chapter 24, what we're going to do is we're going to go to um, verse, verse 3, verse 3. We're going to uh, read a little bit, read a little bit. So, and I mean, we get the perspective. If Jesus talking to his, he talking to his disciples about the end time. He talking to them about it. So watch this here. He talking to his disciples about the end time. So that scripture, uh, again, Matthew chapter 24, starting at verse 3, is as follows. 
And he, as he said on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming in the end of the age? And Jesus answered him, See that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. And you will hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of the birth pains. And they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. And many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. So I wanted to give the whole perspective because a few years ago, uh, one of my friends, quite a few years ago actually, one of my friends shared some stuff with me before I, before I had jumped down the rabbit hole myself about impending things that were happening in, in, in the United States of America and all kind of stuff and just all kind of things that were going to happen. And I didn't necessarily consider his material implausible. But what I didn't like about his material was it didn't bring the biblical perspective of, of verse 14. The gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed through the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. He, he my friend, definitely spoke to the, the the wars and the rumors of wars and the nation rising up against nation and the conflict and stuff like that. And we have slightly more of that than we've had in the recent past. And there's there's all kinds of different fears for different diseases and and and, and, and conditions and all kind of stuff like that and for those of you who want to speak about those that is a conversation for another time or another channel some of you might know who I'm talking about anyway so I mean you just we have to understand that God knew all this stuff was gonna happen nothing's happening right now that is coming out from under God's nose or it's, 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 it's going under God's radar or whatever. I mean, Matthew chapter 6 says, Seek ye first the kingdom, right? Well, we got to seek ye first the kingdom. Yes, in the coming days, weeks, months, years, that may be stress tested, both in our personal lives and in regard to what's going on in the world as a whole. Still, the word is the word is the word is the word. But, as it pertains to the world, we all know that in... Revelation, the Revelation to John chapter 21, 22 and all that, we have the completion of the church as it is being prepared as the bride to the bridegroom, Jesus Christ. That final marriage, that final reconciliation, new heaven, new earth, all that good stuff. But what about us? I mean, a lot, a lot of believers sit sit in the camp of, yeah, I understand all that's going to happen in the scripture, but what about me? What about me? Well, you know, Matthew 6 says, well, you know, God took care of the grass and it's it's beautiful and it's going to get burnt up the next day. And how much more will God invest in us? Jesus specifically puts in there, oh, you of you a little faith, of you a little faith. And don't get, and don't get me wrong, that's all of us at some point. 
Ooh, we, that's all of us at some point. Otherwise, we wouldn't need to go back to God. Like that, that, that fellowship got to be constant. That fellowship has to be, has to be maintained. It has to be, has to be a part of our business. Otherwise, stuff like this, stuff like the speculation in the world of all the different things that's going on will overwhelm us and make us fall away. The cares of the world choke like a thorn. Remember that parable? See, we talked about that one a few weeks ago. Ooh, we look at me tying one shots together. <laughs> I'm having too much fun. I missed y'all for that little one week. All right. So, but what about us as individuals? Watch this here. Watch this here. Watch this here. Watch this here. God had that in mind too, because God's not a God of oh, I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna start it and then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna whatever. So let's just run real quick to Philippians chapter one. Y'all already know where I'm going with this one. Everybody should know where I'm going with this one. But just in case you don't, going to uh, Philippians chapter one, verse six. And that scripture is as follows. And I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. God don't leave anything unfinished, period. Now, what we got to do with that is we have to take our idea of what finish looks like, take it, ball and throw it in the trash, and submit to God what God's what God wants our progression to be. Once we submit to God with all of what our progression wants to be, then we have the peace that we are working in what God told us to do because we keep in the fellowship with Him. We have the perspective. We 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 rolling on through it, and then we get renewed by God. Our minds get renewed to Romans twelve peace, so that we can be get be guarded and shielded. From all these cares of the world so that we don't fall away so we don't get so bogged down in what's going on in the world that we ain't trying to hear what christ got to hear what god got to say because christ is saying he intermeeting on our behalf inter intermeeting interceding intermeeting godly intermediary is probably what i was trying to say but he's interceding on our behalf because you know satan over there boogity boogity you see you see see all that stuff i got going on in the world you see you see you see you see nelson over there that boy is shook you sure he one of yours? And Jesus over there like, absolutely. Thank you, Lord. So, this week I'm going to have a whole bunch of bonus scriptures that I ain't really got time to go into. But uh, the last scripture I want to talk about today is uh, Ephesians chapter 3. This is going to be a long one here. It's going to be kind of a long one. So, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just going to rush straight through it. It's going to start at uh, chapter 3, verse 14. And that scripture is as follows. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than we, than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in the manner of the worthy, worthy of the calling that you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. Now watch this here. From that same friend, I learned if you bump into a therefore anywhere in scripture, go read a couple verses up. So you get in context on the therefore. So we talked about the therefore a few weeks ago about running your race with diligence, with diligence and dignity and all that good stuff. But we have to understand that this prayer for spiritual strength is what empowers us to run that race well. 
remember I said we have to be able to plug into what God is talking about so that we not bogged down by what's going on in the world and we can stay focused on what he say do. Now watch this here. My mentor, you know who you are. If you're watching, thank you in advance. So what he, so I was, remember I said earlier, I was kind of, I was kind of on the wrong end of this, on this piece. I was. And my mentor told me something and I don't share all the nuggets he gave me with y'all because y'all need to go see him for yourself. He's brilliant. Um, but, man, you know what he told me when I was concerned about all the stuff going on in the world and in my personal life? He said, we don't know, what, we don't know, we don't know how much time we have. We don't know if it's going to be 10 years, 10, 10, 10 years, 10 months, 10 weeks or whatever. What he said was, if you, if, if we, if, if you, because he was talking to me, he was talking to me. Um, if, if you spend so much time focused on, I'm paraphrasing at this point. You spend so much time focused on what's going on with your business as opposed to how to live your life. You miss, it's not, that's not the answer. He said, and I quote on this one, as opposed to being focused on how much, how much years are left in your life. Maybe you should be focused on how much life you can put into your years. And that's some advice I'd like to have to, to give to you guys in the midst of all this stuff going on in the world. Apply these biblical principles and focus on the life left in your years given to us by given to us by God through Christ Jesus. So, announcement. In the next few weeks, I can't say exactly when, there will be another unit in this one. Man, I know I haven't said this about other units before, but this one, this one might change everything. I'm pretty much going to take the gloves off of this unit. It's all going to be biblical. It's all going to be in love, but I'm not pulling no punches on this one. I'm going to have a few ouch moments researching this one. The next unit, when it comes, can't say when it's coming, but when it comes, will be on generational curses. You heard that right. Generational curses. 360 degree ministries is going to tackle generational curses and generational hindsight damage. Stay tuned for that one. But in the meantime, I love each and every one of you, and there's nothing you can do about it. God bless you. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. And have a great weekend, folks.